And welcome to Ray Mahoven. This is Rabbi Yitz Greenfield. I'm his marriage and family therapy. I'm so happy you are joining me today on jrootradio.com. <laughs> Everyone always is wondering, is this a live show? Okay, so here's the answer to you. Here is the answer to your question. If you are listening to me on June 28th, 2018, yes, June 28, 2018, Thursday, then you are listening to me live, and I want to hear from you at the end of the show. You can text me, 917-397-2841, or even if you're listening to me actually on Monday. If you listen to me on Monday, because we're going to play this on Monday also, on July 2nd at night, text me as well. Okay, so here's what we're going to say. We're, we're talking like this now, and Baruch Hashem, we are Zoha to be here in the J-Root Studios today. It is hard. It's gotten really much, much, much more difficult to, to do these live shows. Um, Baruch Hashem, we're also very busy. <coughs> Baruch Hashem. But we're here. We're here and we're doing it because I felt like, you know what? I've been getting a lot of texts. What's with the live shows? What's the live show? What's the live shows? Fine, so I'm going to come out doing a live show. Today... Today I want to talk about a couple of very important things. Okay, like this. And I hope you're listening because this is so important to your marriage. You may already know about this, but you probably forgot. Yeah, you probably forgot. It's so important like this. Okay. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I-, I want to tell you something very important now. And I hope you're listening to this. This is really important. It goes like this. You see, the primary purpose of marriage, the first primary purpose of marriage, and when I say purpose of marriage, I'm not talking about what I want and what you want. I'm talking about what Hashem wants. And that is Akadosh Baruch Hu wants us to have a connection, a deep connection with our spouse. This is not something that, oh, it would be so nice, the violins are playing, and it's such a beautiful thing. No, no, no. This is what the Torah wants. The Torah wants us, as it says in the Pasuk, it says, Alkane, Yazov, Ish is Avavis, Imo Vidavak Bishto, the Hayulabasa. This is not like a suggestion. This is what Hashem wants from us. Therefore a man will leave his father and his mother, and he will cleave with his wife, and they will become one flesh. So the Zohar clearly says, it's it's the Kunia Zohar, Nuntes Bez, it says the Alda the itmar al kenyaz of ishes of this emo, the gomer, what does it say? It says, ihi itbakas bay, the ihu ba, and on this which is stated, al kenyazov, she should cling to him and he to her. So a connection in a marriage is not something that's nice. It's something that we need to do, like any other mitzvah. Something that we need to do, something we have to focus, something we have to create with our spouse. Now, I just want to explain you something. It's not going to happen by its own. It's not. It's not. In order for this to happen, men, I'm talking to you especially, you are going to have to set aside time to connect to your wife. Because generally with women, it happens naturally. Now, yes, there are exceptions. I know some of you who listen to me tell me my marriage is the other way around. But I'm talking general. Generally, generally, men, it's you have to put the cojos. You have to put the time to set aside, to spend quality time with your wife. And yes, we spoke about love languages, but I want to tell you, this is a love language that I am telling you for certain. Every marriage needs. Every marriage needs 
quality time. And that's necessary not just because it's a nice thing, my wife wants it. This is what Hashem wants. So I say either do it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu or do it for your spouse. And at the end of the day, if that is not a good enough motivator for you, then do it because you'll be happy at the end. Okay? Because it makes no difference. You know, for whatever motivation you have, you want to have a good marriage, you must spend quality time with your wife. The question is how often? That's a big question, okay? I don't know where you're holding in your marriage as far as quality time. I don't know. And, you know, especially in the summers when couples sort of split, which I uh, <laughs> can't do that too much. But what I will tell you is like this, and that is that lechatchila, which means, you know, best case scenario, best case scenario, this is really what you should aim you spend to spend quality time with your wife on a daily basis. For sure, for sure, for sure, if you're not doing it like in person, definitely you should do it on the phone. There should be some sort of quality time set aside. And I'm not talking about, oh, yeah, the last time we spent time with each other. This has to be part of what we call a routine. If this doesn't become part of your t- routine, it's not going to happen. The same way you, in the morning you wake up and you brush your teeth. Oh, you don't brush your teeth? Okay. <laughs> you, most of us brush our teeth in the morning, right? So it's a routine. We don't even think about it. We just do it because that's part of our routine. If you want to have a good marriage, if you want to be Mekayim, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us that we have to be Vidavak, but that we have to connect to our spouse, you have to have a part of your schedule. And don't tell me you're too busy. Don't tell me you're too busy. Quality time is not something that's optional. It's mandatory. And I hope you heard this and I will repeat. Quality time with your wife, with your husband, generally women, I don't have to tell you this, is not optional. It is mandatory. It's mandatory. You got to do it. You got to do it for the purpose of your family, clearly because Akash Baruch wants to do it, and also for the children. I'm telling you, at the end of the day, it all trickles down to the kids. So now the question is two things. First of all, before you even talk about how to spend quality time, like I said, it has to be part of your routine. It doesn't mean you listen to Rabbi Greenfield and you say, oh, yeah, it's part of the routine, whatever. We'll just do it whenever. No, 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 no. You guys have to have a discussion together. You and your husband, you and your wife have to have a discussion. And the discussion has to, the discussion has to be a three-part discussion. Number one, you want to discuss with your husband specific quality time dates and times. You hear me? Dates and times that you're putting aside for quality time. Now, men get very, very scared with this because they're like, oh, come on, I don't know, I can't commit. No one's telling you to commit. What we're saying is try. Try, commit to do it until you decide that you can't do it. And if you can't do it, then renegotiate, recommit. So, you know, let's let's look at it, for example, like the Constitution, okay? Only the Torah cannot be amended. The Constitution could be amended, right? So you want to amend it, you can, amend, you can make amendments, but for as long as you're doing it, you're committed. If you see that a certain day is not working out for you, you could speak to your wife and say, I'd love to spend Monday nights with you, but I'm having a problem because I'm missing my shear, this and that. Again, obviously, you know, we, we want to spend quality time every night, but... If you are not spending quality time with your husband or your wife, it's not happening. So you got to set it. You got to put it in stone. And I hope you're listening to me here. You know, this is this is not just like this is not just a nice thing to hear. Oh, okay, maybe I'll skip to the next part. No, 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 no. This part is pivotal for yourself. Not forget about your wife. Forget about your husband. Think about yourself. You, you, 
need to be wholesome. You need to be balanced. You need to feel good. And I'm telling you, for you and for those of you who have children, it's important to spend the quality time. So number one, you want to have a discussion with your husband, with your wife about spending quality time. What are the dates? What are the times? How are we going to do it? You know, on Yom Tif, the schedule is different. On Erev Yom Tif, the schedule is different. You know, on Shabbos, the schedule is different. In the summer, the schedule is different. Well, guess what? Then you have to renegotiate. You have to have another discussion. But you always have to do this. This should always be on your mind. When are we spending quality time together? And it's crazy because I work with couples and, you know, we work on quality time, quality time. And then, like, you know, they'll, you know, they come up for checkups, whatever it is. And then it's like, oh, you're spending quality time? Yeah, it's not really working. It's the winter. We used to go out, but now it's too cold. What do you mean it's too cold? So you're not spending time anymore? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is not like optional. This is mad. This is what Hashem wants you to do. Now, for those women who are listening to me or are thinking to themselves, oh, yeah, it happens to be my spouse isn't listening to this part. And, uh, and you know what? And you know what? I really want to speak to him about it. So you have to be very careful when you speak to your spouse. And, and you have to go to you know, the piece of the workshop that I, that I call, um, that I call um, requests because you really have to know how to ask your husband. You gotta find the right time. You know, difficult requests. You gotta find the right time. You have to make sure he doesn't have his hats on. You have to start off by, you know, defending why he doesn't want to do it. It, it it's a mahalach, as they say. There's a way to do it, but uh, you should do it with your husband. But be careful how you do it. You know, you have to refer to. Uh, you definitely have to refer to the request part. But quality time is mandatory in every marriage. So that's number one. Number two, ladies, this is important for you. Your husband needs what John Gray calls cave time. Cave time means he needs some time to relax. For those of you who have husbands who are working or even in Kolel, when they're coming home, unless they took a, had some cave time before, when they're coming home, they need some time. For, they need downtime for themselves. Now, I know a lot of you want to spend time right away with your husbands. Now, of course, in Shona Rishona, you know, of course, you're going to spend time, quality time with your husband. But as life goes on, as life goes, even I would say even the Shana Rishona, because the Shana Rishona, obviously you're very excited about spending time with each other, but then all of a sudden you're going to see your husband's like not interested in spending time anymore, and you're going to get very upset about that. You're going to think yourself, "Whoa, this is the husband who told me that he cares about me and loves me and was so interested in me, and now all of a sudden he doesn't want to spend time with me. What's going on?" So I'm telling you, it's very normal for every husband that he's going to want some cave time for himself. That's how he relaxes, and you have to create. A routine, you hear me? A routine where he gets his cave time, where he gets his time. Now, now ladies, for those of you ladies who have uh, younger children and are crazy busy with the kids and don't have a second to breathe, ladies, you're also going to ha- need cave time. You hear me? <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. You're going to need some time. This is what you know. What Laura Doyle calls self-care. You're going to need time to care for yourselves on a daily basis. If that means going up to your room and reading a, a book, um, if it means you know listening to music, but you have to escape while your husband takes care of the kids for X amount of time. Gentlemen, don't get scared. Don't get scared. I'm not talking about crazy amounts of time, even 10, 15 minutes, whatever you, you work out with your wife because she doesn't stop. Naturally, the women do not stop. Akash Bohu wired them that they, I mean, not all women actually do it, but you know, Baruch Hashem, you definitely, you know, uh, Benos Yisrael are constantly giving, giving, giving of themselves 
for their children, mostly for the children, mostly for the children, and for others. So you have to cognitively create a, a downtime for your wife. It's also important. So right now we're talking about quality time, creating routines for quality time together. Next, you want to create um, cave time for your husband, okay, for this for your husband that he has some sort of cave time then he but make sure that you know after the cave time husband you come back and re-engage it's very important uh and other couples have you know, some couples have arrangements where the husband's going for a shear he's going for this i'm not saying you should stop that but what i am saying is there has to be a routine and in that routine must be included quality time together and if that doesn't happen by in person at least by phone and then cave time for the husband and many times, cave time for the wife, if she's very, very, very busy. Um, most women today are. And, um, and then, if in certain extreme cases where husbands are coming late every night and women are just beyond themselves because they're not spending any time with their husbands because he, just, he is just, on a daily basis, coming late every night, not spending, you're hardly even seeing your husband. So then, again, create a routine where some nights he can come a little bit later, other nights he won't come a little bit later. Obviously, you want to transition into a healthy place. You understand? You can't just switch like that. You can't switch like that. And ladies, do not go to your husband and say, this is what you have to do. Robert Greenfield said, if he's not listening to this. If he's listening to this, then husbands, work with your wives. You know, And if he's not listening to this, and regardless, you should read, you know, should listen to negotiation pieces at the workshop, etc. Because that's always important to know how to negotiate, how to speak, how to request. Let's talk about quality time. Let's talk about quality time. And this must happen, okay? Quality time is the bread and butter of the vacas with your husband, with your wife. That's the bread and butter. It's the quality time. It has to happen. It has to happen. It has to happen on a daily basis. It can't, can't happen in person. It has to happen on the phone. Let's talk about a couple of very important rules when it comes to quality time. Number one, number one, time must be spent alone and with no one else. Gentlemen, if you are spending time with your wife and your kids are there and dinner, that's not quality time. You hear me? That's not quality time. That's not quality time. Number one, it has to be alone. It's always best, I always say, to go somewhere. If you can, if you're doing this in person, go. Take a walk. Take a walk. A lot of parents are scared to leave their kids in, you know, at home. You know, you could speak to someone about the safety of that. You know, I many times suggest to couples, take a baby monitor with you. You know what I'm saying? Take a baby monitor with you. If you have babies and you can't leave the house, just walk out the house a little bit. Of course, safety has to be in mind. I'm not telling you what to do. But I'm telling you it helps a lot when you take a walk because when you take a walk, you start thinking. You have other things to talk about. Very, very, very important. Next rule when it comes to quality time. This is a very, very important rule, ladies and gentlemen. And that's as follows. All phones must be shut off. Now, ladies and gentlemen, honestly, preferably, if you can leave your phone at home, that would be best. Oh, I can't do that, Rabbi Greenfield. Why can't you do that? Why can't I'm asking you why you can't. Why can't you leave your phone at home? Why, why not? What's the problem? What's the problem? Are you going to miss the lotto commission calling you and letting you know that you won the million dollars? Is that what it is? The only excuse you're going to tell me is because you have children at home and chas v'shalom, something's there, whatever. You need to be called. Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. So then put it on vibrate in your pocket. And, you know, even then I would say not. I would say not. 
For sure, for sure, do not hold it in your hand. For sure, for sure, do not look at the phone while you're spending time with your wife. I'm generally talking to the men. This is a male problem, not a female problem. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Maybe in your case it's different, but generally it is a male problem. The phone has to be turned off. Preferably leave it at home. If, if really emergency, 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 take it with you, put it on vibrate, put it in your pocket. Do not, do not look at it. Do not touch it. Do not play with it. These phones have become triangulated into relationships. They're ruling, ruining relationships. They have to be preferably turned off. You hear me? Not like half the phone, looking at the phone and speaking to her. Doesn't work. Ladies, for those of you who are all into WhatsApp and Instagram or whatever it is, this cannot happen while you're spending quality time with your husband. I know I don't have to tell you this, but there are exceptions. Okay. Now, next, you're, you're walking with your spouse. You want to talk. Some of you are very good at talking. Some of you are not that good at talking. And I want to talk to you about speaking to your spouse during the time you're spending quality time with your spouse. So let's talk about a couple of things here. Number one, quality time does not mean brainstorming, strategizing of what you're going to do with the kids or in the summer or in the winter or the money. This is not this is important time. You have to spend that's not quality time. That's not going to make you feel connected to your husband and to your wife when you start strategizing about how much money the tuition is and how much money you have to get and this that the other thing. That's not quality time. That's important. Maybe when you're spending quality time with each other, maybe part of the conversation should be that. I don't know. But definitely, definitely, that's not connecting time. And again, the aim of quality time is to connect to your spouse. Now, in order for that to be done, you have to create conversations that are going to help connect you two together to feel close to each other. So let's talk about this. Okay. First of all, first of all, the most easiest thing to do, honestly, with quality time, is to speak about your day. Now, I know, I know that many times, um, especially men, are resistant to talk. What am I going to talk to my wife already? What's there to say? Like, what am I going to tell her? Uh, I'm going to tell her about, you know, the, 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 if your contractor, how I was putting up a wall or whatever it is. Let me tell you a little secret. Your wife loves listening to you because she loves you. She cares about you. Most marriages. So, yes, whatever you speak about, she doesn't care. She wants you to share. And you have to understand something. I think Rabbi Cohen Nertzel says this. When you speak to her about your day and what you did and how you went and where you went and what your thoughts were, etc., even if it's not really an ogish, she doesn't really have, she doesn't really understand exactly what you're saying, What's happening is that she starts feeling connected. She feels like she feels like she sort of has been involved in your day. She's been there together with you. And that's what she wants. She wants to feel connected to you. Ladies, many of your husbands also want to feel that way. I know it's more natural the other way. But I'm telling you, it's important to share. This is what happened. That's what happened. The other thing what happened. Of course, we have to be very, very, very careful with Lashon Hara. And you have to learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara as far as what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. Many times you are allowed to say certain things to your husband, and you are allowed to say certain things to your wife as far as sharing your day, your thoughts about other people. Sometimes you have to say it, but obviously 
the person who's listening has to know how to accept it. I'm not giving you a halachic decision here. That's something that you have to ask a rav as far as what constitutes lashon hara when I'm spending quality time with my wife, with my husband. But it's important to share. It's important to share two things. First of all, I don't have to tell you your stresses, your anxieties, to let it out and to feel validated and cared for and emphasized. That's number one. But number two, try to try. I get a lot of complaints that from women especially that their husbands are very negative. Uh, it, it can happen the other way around also. Somewhere in the conversation, try to be positive also. You know, try to say some positive things. Maybe start the conversation with something positive that happened. Again, I'm not saying you have to do this, but remember what I'm telling you right now, and maybe you should listen to this class several, several times, and that is quality time involves sharing. It, it involves communicating with your spouse what happened to you and sharing your life, your thoughts, your concerns, your worries, your stresses, your anxieties, your excitement, your happiness with your spouse. And if I want to boil it all down and create like a one line for it, I'll tell you what it's. It, it all boils down really to sharing your emotions, sharing your emotions with your spouse. And when you can share your emotions with your spouse and you feel that your spouse is listening to you, not hearing you, listening. Now, what is listening involved? Listening involves, and I'm talking to the receiving spouse. This is especially important for the men. Listening involves, number one, validating. Number two, empathizing. And number three, reflecting. Okay? Validating, empathizing, reflecting. Validating means, means wow, that's crazy. And I'm not talking about validating if your wife says, oh, uh, you know, uh, something bad that you really don't validate. You can validate her emotions. You can say to her, wow, that mu you must have made you crazy. That must, you must have felt really horrible when that happened. Ladies, this is important for you. You know, I used to think that this is only a problem with men. It's not true. It's not true. Many women have this problem also, that when they're spending quality time with their husbands and their husbands are talking, especially when they're talking negatively. I know a lot of you women are complaining, my husband's negative, negative, negative. It's true. Your husband should be positive as well. But and he doesn't, a lot of you are saying he doesn't stop. You know how to stop him? If you validate him and you validate his emotions and say, wow, that must have made you feel really crazy. Wow, that that could be very disappointing. That That could be very stressful validating his emotions, her emotions. When that's done, that sort of calms the person. It sort of calms the individual. That's number one. Number two, okay, so validating their feelings. Empathizing, which is similar. Empathizing. Empathizing is, is, is again, plugging into the feelings of your spouse. Reflecting is very important. Reflecting means, oh, so you're saying that today... Uh, it just drove you crazy. You were looking for whole wheat flour and you couldn't find any whole wheat flour and you had to borrow from the neighbor. Wow, that, that probably drove you nuts. You see, when you reflect, that's a message you're giving your spouse that I just heard what you said. You know how many times you talk to someone and you're like, did you hear what I said? They say, yeah. Okay, so what did I say? And they can't repeat it because they didn't really, they, they were hearing, but they weren't listening. So if you want to, if, if you want to reassure your spouse that you're listening, you can reflect. Every once in a while, you reflect. You say, oh, so that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. And that helps spending quality time and connecting and feeling connected. But here's a very, very important one. And again, this is something that I used to tell the men a lot, but I'm telling it to the women as well. 
And that is under no circumstances ever do you give advice to your husband or to your wife unless you have been asked to do that. But what do you mean? I'm hearing he's going to do something really bad. He's telling me he's going to go into a business and he's going to lose a lot of money. You're right. You can speak about that. That's a whole different discussion. That's a discussion that, that falls under negotiation. That's not a discussion that falls under quality time. You see, the way it works is there are different discussions that go into different boxes. Now, if you're if you're spending quality time with your with your husband, and all of a sudden you hear that he's going into this business that you feel is going to lose a lot of money, or he's investing money that he shouldn't do, whatever it is, now is not the time to negotiate and tell him that he shouldn't do it. Now's the time to listen. Now, clearly you might be scared. Well, if I, if I listen to him, he means he's going to think that I, I agree with him. No, 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 no. One thing doesn't mean the other. He's just, as long as you're saying, wow, that's very interesting. What do you think about that? I don't know. I'm just listening to you. It's very interesting. Do you think it's a good idea? I don't, I'm not thinking about it right now. Don't fall for that trap. You hear me? Don't fall for the trap of, of you know, he, that he's going to bait you or she's going to bait you. It could work the other way around. Your wife might want, to, might want to spend money on something that you don't want, right? But it's not the discussion right now. So, oh, so should I do it? I don't, I, we're not talking about it. Now. I'm just listening to you. Okay, great. Move on and move on and move on. Because this is a time to connect. And it's important to connect. It's important. To connect. Don't worry. You, you have a different time to talk about it. That falls under the box of negotiation. and that, That's a whole different world of how to discuss it, how not to discuss it. Not during quality time. This is quality time. You put it in the box for later if, if you're concerned about something, whatever it is. Okay, but do not give advice. Naturally, especially men put on their fixer hats. This is a John Gray thing. Many other people speak about it, and we try to fix it. Let me fix it. So no, why'd you do that? What do you mean you got into a fight with your, with, with your sister? Why'd you just tell her this? Why'd you just tell her that? Your mother? Oh, come on, your mother. You know your mother's crazy. First of all, you shouldn't even talk like that. Should not talk like that in a marriage. Ever, ever, ever speak negatively about mothers or fathers. We should not be discussing mothers and fathers. That really, I, I will tell you right now. I should discuss it unless it's really, really no gay. And then, you know, if 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 it falls under a heter of, of of uh, you know of, of things toelas that you can say, okay, maybe, maybe. But don't talk about mothers-in-laws and father-in-laws. And that's not that discussion. If your if your wife is venting about her mother or, or, or her father or whatever, and you, you know, it doesn't fall together of lush and horror, sometimes you have to listen to her. I'm not saying that. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. But don't agree like, yeah, she's nuts. Don't, you know, no, 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 no. You don't do that. You don't do that. On the contrary. On the contrary. Maybe you should bring positive things. You know, those of you who are listening to me and thinking, oh, come on, we know mother-in-laws and fathers are all like that. Well, guess what? You're going to be a mother-in-law one day, and you're going to be a father-in-law one day, and maybe you are. And you wouldn't want someone talking like that about you. So we have to be very, very careful the way we speak. But under no circumstances we're saying to give advice when spending quality time. Okay? Under no circumstances to give advice when spending, spending quality time. So it's very, very, very important. What I'm saying right now is when you're spending quality time is you want to listen, you want to empathize, you want to reflect, and under no circumstances are we giving advice while we are spending quality time. And your best is to walk around, spending time walking around and speaking. And a lot of, again, what's the talk? What's the content? The, the content is not what we have to do in life and strategizing. That's, that's for some other time. That's for some other time. Maybe you want to do it as part of your quality time. I don't even know. But what are we discussing? You're discussing 
you're sharing your life, your emotions with your spouse. Men have a problem with this many times. Ah, I can't share emotions. Okay, so talk about your work. Talk about your day. Talk about what's going on. That's it. That's it. But do not give advice. And one other thing, don't argue. Don't argue. Even if you're hearing something, if your husband says something which you think is very silly, he's telling you the Shudduch crisis exists because the girls are being very picky. Let's say you're saying, you feel that's silly, right? Don't argue. Uh-huh, that's interesting. Okay, and move on. Same thing men. Don't argue. I have couples, they argue about the silliest things. Why? Why are you arguing? Just agree. Just agree. It's not costing you any money. Just agree. Just agree. Agree when he's talking. Agree when she's talking. Do not argue and start this. A lot of you arguers start. Stop arguing and see what happens. You're going to see how much it helps your marriage. So, so, so important. Okay. So this is going to be part of your routine. This is something you discuss with your spouse. And this is the way you are. This is the way you are spending time with your husband, with your spouse, with your wife. And um, with your husband or your wife, sorry. And that's how you're doing it. And that's how you're doing it, okay? Now, let's talk about something else, which is very important. And that is policy making. You see, this is something that really should have happened in Shana Rishona. And for those of you who are Shana Rishona and listening to this, I hope that you integrate this into your relationship. Policy making is crucial to a harmonious marriage. However, the policies must be done collaboratively, meaning the policies have to be done together. It's not I'm making a rule or you're making a rule. We're making rules together. Together we make rules. Now certain rules Hashem made for us, and whether we like it or whether we don't like it, we have to follow. But, And there are many rules which we made ourselves, and there are many rules which are gray. So let's talk about a couple of rules which are obvious, and this should be. Uh, uh, and then there are rules Rabbi Greenfield is telling you that you just you just got to put these rules in. I'm going to tell you some rules. Let me tell you some rules that I feel must be in your marriage. Okay, number one. Number one. Rule number one. We do not ever use nivel pe. Do you hear me? We don't ever, ever in our marriage, ever chas v'shalom chas use nivel pe. If this is something that is chas is in your marriage, it must stop right now. Don't scream at your husband. Don't scream at your wife. But I'm telling you right now, it's a rule that, it's a boundary that cannot be passed. It's a very, very, very important. I don't care how upset you get. You do not. We do not use nivel pet. And you know why? Because marriage is kedusha. It's holiness. If you introduce into your marriage nivel pet and cursing, chas v'shalom, you're chasing the shekhinah away. You're only going to make it more difficult. It should not be in your marriage. Next rule, number two. Either one of us always has the right to say it's not a good time to discuss this. And we can't push each other. We can't push each other to say, no, it's a good time. No, let's do it anyways. No, no, no. You're middle of a fight. No, I want to discuss it with you. No, 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 I want to discuss it. What, we're going to talk about it tomorrow? Yeah, you talk about it tomorrow. Now is not a good time. Why? Because I'm busy with the kids, because I'm on the phone. It is taking. It's, it's. This is going to drain my emotional energy. It's not a good time to discuss this. Next, we do not discuss certain things in front of other people, and that very much includes children. If we we do not argue in front of the children, I know that there are some very prominent people out there that will tell you, no, no, you can argue. You can show your children how to argue. No, I disagree. 
I'm going on the record. I disagree. You do not argue with your husband. You do not argue with your wife. If you want to argue, you take it into your own bedroom and or somewhere, and you can argue over there. But you do not argue. And let me tell you why. Because I, I, I'm a little more of a chacham with this. I, I don't mean this chas v'shalom in a guy of a way. I'm telling you this based on the, the families that I work with. It affects the children in a negative way. Unquestionably so. If the children feel, see that their parents are arguing, it's going to make them unsafe. It's going to make the, it's going to, it's going to hinder their attachment. It's going to affect their psyche and their development. Do not argue in front of the children. I'm sorry to be so strong about this, but you should not be arguing with, in front of the children. For, some, for those of you who do this all the time, it should stop. If you can't stop it right away, slowly but surely, slowly but surely. Let's please discuss this in the bedroom. Let's discuss this outside. Let's discuss it in a different time. It's not a good time for it. Oh, but I'm going to be very uncomfortable. I'm going to be very uncomfortable. Well, hello. <laughs> Marriage is about being mevata, right? We spoke about this. So, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. What can I tell you? Okay, next. Policy. Um, we make up. That what? That what? If I am on the phone, or you are on the phone, and I have something very important to tell you... We make up that I don't interrupt you while you're on the phone. I can write it to you. That's a good idea. Or you come up with a different idea. But we don't interrupt each other when we're on the phone. It's just not respectful. Next policy. We never, ever, 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 ever say the D word in our house. That word never comes out. And I want to tell you something. So much so, I would say even go to a point so much so, even somebody else is getting D'd. Do not say the word D. I'm talking about divorce. Don't ever say that word in your house. And I'm very serious. It shouldn't even mention. Word should not become. A, 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 a marriage, the unity of a marriage is Kedusha. You want you want to be able to feel like you're in the base of Mikdash. This is not a word that we discuss, we bring up. HaKadosh Baruch would erase his own name to bring Shalom Bayes in your house. We don't say that word ever. Next. If either of us is eating unhealthy... We made up that we can say something like, now this is something that, you know, this is not a chi of Daraisa, but this is something you have to work out. You know, if you feel like the other, you're talking about the older couples especially, you could say, are you really hungry? Can I give you something to eat? Something like that, as opposed to, why are you eating that? Why are you doing that? Okay, next. If the children, for those of you who have children, interrupt us during the meal, then we say, let's show Tati and Mommy some respect. You have to show. You have to be. You have to lead by example, husbands especially. Lead by example. If you, you know, let's sh- try to show some mommy and, and, and some respect. Let's not interrupt her. I'm not saying it has to be done in this way, but you want your children have to know that you two are a team together. You're not split, and you don't align. The husband doesn't align with certain kids, and wife aligns with certain kids. It that does not work. It cannot work. Next, another very, very important. Finances should not be discussed in front of the children. For those of you who have children, finances should not be discussed in front of the children. Elsewhere, not in front of the children. It's probably about financial pressures I'm talking about. So I'm talking about especially, especially. I say finance in general, general. But financial pressure should not be discussed in front of the children. You do not want to pressure your children. Your children are not fully developed yet, and they cannot necessarily handle that. Okay? Next, I mean, I'm not talking about when your child wants something you can't afford it. You can say, I'm sorry, I can't afford that now. That's fine. But I'm talking about, you know, big pressures. It should not be discussed in front of the children. It should not be discussed in the bedroom either. It's not a place to discuss. 
financial pressures. Next, if for whatever reason it is, you hurt my feelings, or I hurt your feelings, and we are in front of the children or in guests, unless it is urgent, and then we excuse ourselves, we will wait till the children are gone, till the guests are gone. And don't make it urgent every second. It's not urgent every second. You can just let it go. You could sulk a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. If there's people on the table, you're not going to say you know, to your wife, oh, let, please come here a second. Unless it's really an atom bomb and you feel like, oh my gosh, you feel like you, you can't breathe. I'm not talking about that type of thing. Okay, you could discuss it later. And I'm telling you, a lot of times you're just hungry. You haven't eaten and you're hungry. And that's why, you know, you feel you can't be mavater. It's so much harder to be mavater when you have your hats on. Oh, boy. Hungry, angry, tired, stressed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Next. We have certain secret words we say when we feel uncomfortable in a public conversation. If your wife or your husband starts ranting about something, you're like, oh, boy, please don't talk about that. Please don't talk about that. So you have a secret word or a secret tap that you know. Be very careful, husbands, especially if you have a secret word that your wife is saying this and you're all passionate about whatever you're talking about. Don't look at your wife and say, why can't I talk about that? What's the problem? Ladies also, why can't I talk about that? That's like really embarrassing and that's not what a Baruch wants. So you have to have these certain secret words or secret taps if you feel uncomfortable in a public conversation. There are many other policies. There are many, many other policies that you, have, you should be creating in your own home, in your own home. Okay, as far as rules, what we do, what we do not do. And I'll give you, give you one more, and that is disrespect. I'm seeing this a lot lately, unfortunately. Disrespect. We cannot be disrespectful to our wives, and we cannot be disrespectful to our husbands. Okay? We cannot. We, we cannot be disrespectful. And I want you to, to listen to this. I, I said this before, I say this again. This is not me. This is the Rambam speaking. The Rambam, Mishnah Torah. This is halacha, hilchasishas. He says, Not to say to his wife, what's your problem? How many times do I have to tell you this? Are you missing something in your head? You're so stupid. Unacceptable in a marriage. Unacceptable in a marriage. Ladies, I'm talking to you too. So they commanded the woman that she should honor her husband exceedingly. Honoring husband exceedingly does not mean, what's your problem? Every day I have to clean up after you. What are you, a little baby? Just like your father. I don't care how upset you are, ladies. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I'm being very strong here today. But we cannot talk to our husbands like that. If you feel like you have to talk to your husbands like that, then walk away. Calm yourself down. It has to be healthy negotiation. It has to be healthy negotiation. I know that we make mistakes. I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not saying he's perfect. You're both going to make mistakes. But when the mistakes happen, you have to say to your husband right away or to your wife right away. I'm feeling very uncomfortable the way you're talking to me right now. Please stop or, or I'm going to have to leave. You could say that, I'm going to have to leave. First start with please stop. Okay, first start with please stop. I'm feeling very, I feel, I'm feeling very uncomfortable the way you're talking to me right now. Please, please let's stop this right now. And if he continues, say I'm, I'm going to have to leave. And no, husbands, you cannot chase them because you're being disrespectful. And disrespectful is against everything that marriage stands for. We cannot be disrespectful. disrespectful. I understand that you're upset. I'm, I, I give you ways to negotiate. Yes, you have to be mavater. I give you ways. 
other parts of the workshop that give you ways on how to on how to negotiate, how to speak to your wife, how to speak to your husband when you need to negotiate, but not disrespect. Disrespect is, is unacceptable. Disrespect is unacceptable. And if you're not respecting your wife or your husband, you know what? You can even fake it. You can even she writes it. You can even fake it and it helps. Thank you for listening. 917-397-2841. 917-397-2841. Have an amazing, amazing week.